Hey, it's Nick from 50 Campfires, and this is the episode of The Daily Outdoor that we recorded on April 2nd, 2018. We had the pleasure of speaking with Matthew Hoffman. He's a Californian that started a company called Living Vehicle. It's definitely not a tiny house, and it's definitely not an RV, but it's a hybrid, and it's designed for full-time living. The spaces are beautiful, and he's doing a great job creating something new. Enjoy. Howdy ho! <laughs> that's what you're going with today. Yeah, that's kind of my vibe. I'm more of... Which is from, uh, uh, it's a South Park thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an old reference. Well, I'm getting old. You know, that shows... Hey, did you know that tomorrow, speaking of you getting old... You just let everyone know that you're in your 50s. <laughs> speaking of getting old, did you know that tomorrow is cameraman Jeff's birthday? Really? I learned that right it before is. we went live. Oh, what are we all going to do together as a big, happy family? We're going out for... Eat cake. Eat a bunch of cake. I think we should go out for. We're gonna go out somewhere for lunch, right, cameraman Jeff? Sure. That'd okay. Be awesome. Huh? Too bad it's not today, because today is also World Party Day. Why do you do this to me? Yeah. What does that it mean? It is for sure. What does that mean? You know, that's a good question. I, I want you means... to define. You can't celebrate a holiday. You can't explain it. Be party like... is one of those words. It's up to everyone to define on their own, right? Sh- sure. Some people Hang have on. it. Okay, so have a chess party. What's your definition of party? You know what my definition of a party uh, is. So Outdoor Bill wants to know what's wrong with your 50s. Uh, nothing, nothing, man. If, no. Nothing's wrong with nothing's wrong with 50s. No, I think it's a cool vibe. Um, yes, if sir. If you missed Clint and I last week, it's because we were traveling through the state of Florida with cameraman Jeff, and we had some awesome adventures. I loved it. We flew into Orlando, and then we jettisoned. <laughs> oh, I forgot to do my whole Fernando song that was like Orlando. Yeah, that's Orlando, something you've been working on. Orlando. Huh. Maybe you could we could cut that and you could release it as MP3. At least put it on SoundCloud. A ringtone. You're gonna blow up on SoundCloud. That's my new ringtone. <laughs> that sounds like a horror. It's gonna be could you imagine how annoyed you'd be if you were in a meeting and all of a sudden Orlando the song came out? We hung out on the nature coast in Florida for uh, for about a week. And I would go back. I would actually go back. I would. You know, I was talking about it. I was talking to my family about it because we've been to the beaches of Florida and we've kind of done that whole thing. We've mm-hmm. seen spring training in Fort Myers and we've been down to the beaches and all the way down to Miami. That was way different than I rem- like when I think of Florida, I think of Florida as this kind of overbuilt, you know, big condos along the ocean, yep. big stretches of beaches for as far as you can see. You saw one beach. I saw zero. Yeah. Well, it's a man-made beach. It's the only right. beach in the County. In I C- love that you found the only Citrus man-made County beach. and it is man-made and it was packed. Yeah. Well, I, it's a great I, spot for watching the sun go down. I love the spring fed crystal river oh, dude spring fed rivers in florida were yeah. like nothing i've ever seen before like it, i saw pictures of it before we went down there and i thought it was fake yeah i thought they yeah. like photoshopped it all up to make it look all aqua color was not boosted no. we realized that when we got there it looks exactly like that but that's not what we had to talk about today is it no we can get to that later okay cool Actually, before, before we jump into it, what I want to do is I uh, want to make sure that everyone that's watching right now joins the 50 Campfires podcast, because why wouldn't you? So I'm going to post a link right down here below. It's in the comments. Every Daily Outdoor show we do here on Facebook, we convert to a podcast. I actually converted a podcast this morning of one of our um, uh Campfire sessions. Oh, sweet! From this last trip, so uh, we have a music podcast up there as with well. With so. Mr. Shane Secor. Yeah, well, Secor. Secor. He was one of my favorite musicians that I we've agree. ever had in camp. His vibe was cool. It was fun to hang out with him in camp. And I'll tell you right now, if you are from Minnesota, 
you should probably uh, listen to the podcast on the way home because you're going to be in the car for about two hours trying to get home after <laughs> it is today. Snowing. That's correct. It is, it is coming down like crazy. All right. So without further ado, we've got a special guest joining us today uh, via California, which is it's probably not snowing there either. I would I would guess. I, I, <laughs> I highly doubt it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce uh, Matthew Hoffman here. Let's see if I can get him over. Hey, Matthew, hey! there. Matthew's here. Hey guys. Awesome. <laughs> What's up, Matthew? So Matthew, I read a couple of stories about him uh, a few weeks ago. I think he had a, an article or an interview in Time Magazine or the Money Section of Time, and like, wow, got right. We barely ever get guests like this, That's except fantastic. for the time we interviewed the president and the first lady. That was pretty good. That was but, pretty rad. No, Matthew's a, a close second, I would say. <laughs> wow, so, you guys are kind. <laughs> <laughs> so Matthew, uh, tell us where are you right now? First of all. I'm sitting in Santa Barbara, beautiful, sunny Santa Barbara, California. So I hate to ask, but what's the temperature there, it, Matthew? Uh, I'm in sandals. Um, let's see, sandals and shorts today. It's a it's a beautiful day. You know, we we choose painful. to live here for a reason. It is, yeah, it is painful. You know, someone's got to do it. Oh well, you come visit <laughs> us anytime you want. You can experience the snow and cold here in Minnesota. Uh, I am. I have uh, a very strong particular interest in the work that you guys do at your firm there. Uh, I went to a graduate school in Colorado for four years and lived in a mobile, some type of mobile living space most of the time. I lived in a Volkswagen pop-top van for a year, and I lived in a Toyota Huntsman, which I love. Which actually leads us to your first question. So Matthew year. runs a, a company called Living Vehicle. Yes, he does. <laughs> you love getting ahead. <laughs> I get so excited to talk to people, though. So first of all, what I'd like to start, Matthew, is what's your background? Tell us a little bit about kind of your career path of how you got to where you're at. Yeah, sure. Um, you mentioned Living Vehicle. That's our latest venture. I'll get to that in just a sec. But um, I started this company about eight years ago, and it started as Hoffman Architecture, my last name. And um, about eight years ago, I was working just out of college uh, as a good architect would for a firm at a rather boring job that wasn't too fulfilling. Um, so I decided to, you know, become an entrepreneur, throw my, you know, kind of throw it in there and see what happened. So as a project, I renovated a, a travel trailer, an Airstream at the time, and moved into that, thinking that I was going to open an architecture firm. Um, what turned then into a mobile space renovation company. So, you know, about six years later, we had designed and built over three to 400 small mobile spaces um, for clients, customers. That's insane. So people that were looking to have like workspaces or living spaces? It was everything. Yeah, it is. It's amazing how much and just how many lives we've touched over this small kind of six-year period of business. And that was, I mean, it's a lot of work. You know, you're designing for customers and you're designing whether it's a business or a mobile hair salon or a guest house, an office space. Just, I mean, it takes all kinds. And it wasn't just trailers. It was buses or vans or just conversions. So, you know, that's, that's really what started our business. And then about a year and a half ago, you know, the culmination of this idea that we wanted to create something from the ground up. And, you know, we've been in this renovation business for a long time. And we realized that the only way that we can do something, you know, really impact the world and change things for the better is you've got to build, build up, build new and create something completely new. So that's what launched Living Vehicle. And um, that's a new company that's, uh, it just recently launched its, its uh, kind of uh, its flagship product called the Living Vehicle, and it's a um, it's it's a space that uh, it's a it's a house basically. It's a it's a home that's built for complete off grid full time use, uh, but it's on wheels. Wow. So all right, I have to ask first of all, are you still running the architecture company, or are you? 
Did you give that up and you're now moving on to this? No, we certainly are. Um, so that's another company that uh, is owned and operated here. Um, and, you know, that that's grown, though. Um, you know, we're no longer doing kind of these one-off renovations. Uh, we actually sold that part of the company, the manufacturing part, which is still here on site, right outside my door here. Um, but we sold it to the employees. Um, and so since we grew... We needed to be able to take on more volume, and now we're getting into business-to-business -business deals where we're helping other bigger, like RV companies, design their products. Uh, so we're now working on a kind of remote manufacturing plant out in Indiana uh, to be able to take on the volume, and you know that's that's where we're building living vehicle, but also Hoffman Architecture. You know, we use utilize offsite manufacturing now too. Indiana has kind of become the hub of kind of mobile living. You know, there's. You guys in Fort Wayne or kind of in that area there? You know, it's uh, kind of by South Bend, uh, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. And so kind of it's actually in the heart of Indiana um, where we have um, we've partnered with the aluminum trailer company. And uh, we're uh, we're right kind of in Amish country. Um, I got to say about 70 to 80 percent of the, the factory there. Um, very skilled workers that are predominantly Amish and Mennonite. Cool. That's fascinating. That's a whole other podcast in itself. It's a, it I, is. I it's amazing. Yeah. I have, to, yeah. I have to call out here real quick that Sandy is also staying in the heat right now. So Matthew's not the only one that's nice and warm and comfortable. Right. Oh, lucky folks. Thank, thank, thank you, Sandy. <laughs> Thanks uh, for rubbing that in. I have a lot of questions about the why you're doing sure. the living vehicle. But before we do that, can we talk a little bit about the what, which is kind of how that differentiates itself from other kind of smaller footprint mobile vehicles? Sure, absolutely. Um, fundamentally, living vehicle is designed for full-time use. Um, you know, that's, that's right out of the gate. Um, it's designed for full-time, uh, but it's also designed to be towable for, tra uh, you know, trailerable for moving. Um, so it's kind of like a tiny home, but you are, a, you're able to move it. It's, it's built out of all lightweight, very lightweight materials, hundred percent aluminum, uh, very high end in terms of the quality, you know, a lot of innovation that went into this product to allow us to, to get off grid, to utilize this space. Uh, where you're not reliant on systems. Uh, it's designed to sleep six, and um, it's really built to last. Uh, and it's designed you know, to be a full-time space for someone's primary residence. Wow, so six people, so what you're saying is six people can live in the living vehicle full-time? Correct. Holy smokes. That's pretty great. It and might be time to have some more kids and I'll just buy uh, one of these. And, <laughs> so. and how long typically can they stay off grid? Well, that all depends. You know, it's, it's primarily based on water. You know, water is one of the resources that we're investing heavily in technology to create our own water. Um, you know, like air conditioners create condensation and you can utilize that. But, you know, right now, until we get to that point, you can stay off grid for up to a month. It all kind of depends on how much water you use. If you're taking daily showers or if you have a resupply of water while you're off grid, uh, the electricity is designed to be perpetual. You know, we have a massive solar array up top. It's predominantly solar powered for the unit. Um, we, we do have gas, you know, of course, um, to supplement that. Um, on cloudy days, if you need to, you could run a generator. But, you know, we've taken this, this sensitivity we've had with, you know, not only designing 300 units uh, for customers in the past, you know, eight years, uh, but my wife and I, we live and have lived full time. You know, I've, I've lived for the last 10 years. I met my wife, Joanna, um, three years ago, and we, we live on a boat now. You know, I've lived in trailers and vans and, you know, all sorts of mobile spaces, but it's that awareness, which has you know, kind of allowed us to design this space. 
Well, you know, I read an interview with you where you'd called out the kind of the idea of, of buying a home in Southern California or any of the other places that have a, a, a lot of people living in them. The, the price of real estate's insane. Oh, it's astronomical. And it started to, yeah, it started comparing that to the cost of like a living vehicle or, you know, the boat as an example, it, it starts to make a lot of sense. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So uh, what I want to know is, so you live in one. Do you have any other success stories of people that have, are kind of choosing this life of living off the grid and, and living in one of your vehicles? Well, in our 10 years of company, we have, you know, hundreds of people that are living in our, you know, renovated products all across the country. You know, and that's, those are success stories, all unique, you know, as, as the other. Uh, now, Living Vehicle, it's a new company. Um, we are in full production mode. We've delivered uh, just a handful of units to date. Um, people are traveling full time. We got a couple down in San Diego right now uh, that are enjoying their spring break with their family. Uh, they just sent us a couple beautiful photos of them just right on the beach. Um, just, you know, beautiful window. Uh, it's, it's really, it was really, I mean, not five minutes ago I saw that photo. And, you know, we got another customer that's traveling all across the nation. Uh, she's got a, a beautiful Harley, uh, Harley Davidson in the back of her truck. Uh, and she's just kind of living this adventurous uh, lifestyle where it's a, a single gal that's just having a, having a blast doing what she loves. Right. Hear me? I would love to be able to share some photos here. Yeah, of, let's do that. Let's see how I can do this and make it look all right. Oh, man, we're going to have to go full screen once we get done with him. But uh, I, I've got a handful of pictures, and we'll share them on our Facebook page as well, of kind of what this looks like to the vehicle. I've got some exterior shots here that are, are pretty, pretty cool. So I guess the question that everyone, anyone, at least I would want to know at this point is what does it cost to, to, to buy a living vehicle? Sure. What are we looking at? Yeah. So our first model that we're offering is kind of the flagship living vehicle. That's uh, 149,000 and that's available now. You can place an order uh, as configured. It's kind of our high end market. And uh, those are for delivery starting in June. Um, we've okay. already we're already producing about 15 of those right now, and we've got a couple of those slots available for this year. Uh, once those fill up, they're gone. But we do have another production cycle that's going to start in 2019, and that's a whole new animal. We've uh, you know we're also offering reservations for that, and that's going to start at 90,000, and that's going to be a configurable model, and uh, that'll. I mean, you can, you can design that to your heart's content, and we're going to have that online. Uh, and you can place a, a deposit for that as well to get in line to place that order. Nice. So I've got a question here from the audience, and the question is, uh, does it use a traditional store and dump system for gray and black water, or is there a way to recycle and repurpose this? You know, this is huge. Um, big fan of, in, again, investing heavily in kind of this type of technology. Um, you know, before I answer this question, our 10-year goal is to create a vehicle that supports life uh, that is completely self-sufficient to where you don't have to hook up to take energy from a grid or from fuel. Uh, it's completely self-reliant and it doesn't, there's no kind of product that goes back into the system. So, you know, there's no wow. waste, you know, there's no byproduct. That's your 10-year goal, you that's said? The, that's the 10-year goal. Right, you know, and produce our, it's going to be timed perfectly. Produce <laughs> our own, you know, water, produce our, I mean, maybe we can produce our own food. I know it seems like sci-fi right now. Uh, so, you know, as we're, we're designing this, you know, amazing, beautiful, functional space that allows people to, you know, to live off grid, you know, there's some systems that, you know, like the gray and black water, we have separate tanks, you know, we can do the traditional stuff where you can, you know, run it through a macerator, you can, you know, hook up, you can pump it out, um, you know, rainwater, uh, 
not rainwater collection, but black water diversion to where you, you, know, you store your black water and you can put the gray water into, into the environment. So there's things that you can do right now that exist, but we're on a very rapid path of evolving the product and we're investing heavily in those type of kind of applications. That's, that's so cool. I mean, that's it's not just, awesome. hey, we made some, and the thing that I love, and I want, I'm gonna show these pictures bigger once we kind of have more screen space to do it, is that it's, it's so modern and cool looking. Like, well, I think I think that's a, that's the first thing that I noticed when I went to the site is I think I have a certain amount of experience when I go to an RV show and walk through a lot of the vehicles. It seems like a lot of the companies are like stuck in the 90s when you walk through RVs. And I'm like, who prefers this, right. these patterns? Like, I don't understand <laughs> who wants this. Someone and, bought and, a lot of fabric. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fabric. And yeah. there aren't even really, a lot of them don't even have options that are under modern looking. And, and yours are striking the way that you guys design them. Oh, well, thank you so much, guys. Um, you yeah. know, I, 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 I look at that and I, I see the RV industry as being fundamentally different. You know, I think that's why we called it a living vehicle. You know, we refer to it as an LV. I think fundamentally we're creating a new industry in a way revitalizing and re like, I mean, we're trying to innovate and create a better product for a whole new industry. Um, so it's, it's a real exciting time for us. Uh, and I think that we're, we're, uh, we're going to produce some pretty amazing things together. That's, that's really exciting. So Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so it sounds like, is it, in addition to it being obviously visually, it's very different. It sounds like the functionality is, is one of the main goals or one of the main areas that you guys are trying to innovate and change and differentiate, differentiate yourself from uh, traditional RVs. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Be, you know, fundamentally designed from the ground up, you know, by folks that not only have the training, you know, collectively, uh, our office space, a lot of our uh, employees are also living this life. You know, we all have the experience um, you know, on what it means to live in a small space full time. You know, every design decision is so imperative, you know, to, to, to really make, make use of every square inch and to know what it's like to move in a space and to, um, you know, the stuff that you have to take with you, you know, instead of just giving up everything, you, you know, I want to live well while I'm on the road. I don't want this to be yes. a compromise. I don't want this to be, yep. you know, it's like, okay, well, I think this is a great idea, but I got to give up all this other stuff. You know, we believe that you can still live a, a meaningful, wonderful, connected life with, you know, your community. You know, we're not going to be hermits. You know, we don't, we're not creating a product to go live in the hills and, you know, distance yourself. You know, while that's great, you know, we want to have the capacity to connect to Wi-Fi. This isn't to, a bunker where I can just go hide out for a couple you know, of it's, and hope no one finds me? It, it's great to see that, you know, this product, you can live in society and live a very, you know, wonderful kind of a nomadic lifestyle. Um, but still be connected and still, you know, have all those wonderful needs met. That's, that's you so still cool. have a couple of people over and entertain in some of those spaces that I was looking at. Well, some of the spaces, even the outdoor spaces that it creates, it was like, yeah, I can handle this. Very, very cool. Yeah. And what you mentioned outdoor space um, in every unit, we have a fold down deck that's integrated into the unit. It's an eight foot wide sliding door that, you know, it's got this deck, this gate deck that folds down and creates an outdoor space. And that's one of the things we're passionate about is when you take your vehicle to a space, a destination, it's, it's your ability to appreciate where you are, to connect with the outdoors. And so, you know, in, you know a traditional RV really is kind of a, a box that you live inside where you spend time inside and don't really spend much time in the indoor outdoor setting. You know, we believe in opening. In or you're out. Exactly. Yeah. We believe open it up, you know, create a space where you can barbecue on the deck or eat outdoors or just make that transition really seamless so that you can appreciate 
you know, a sub-freezing um, temperature while you're still in a beautiful conditioned space, but it's, it's very easy to access and experience the outdoors. Yeah, well, I mean, any good living space or any good space, and I, I, I probably shouldn't tell the architect this, but <laughs> is one where you can enjoy, enjoy both the indoor space and the outdoor space kind of equally, regardless of where you are within the environment, and it, it definitely looks like you're creating that. And what you said there, regardless of where you are, that's such a key factor about this because you're living in it full time. You don't get to call it a three season unit. You know, if you're full time in it and it gets cold, you know, it's below freezing, it gets down to zero, the space still has to function. And we've right. got some pretty revolutionary stuff that, you know, by design, the unit can function well below, you know, well below freezing. Well, it would work for us here in Minnesota then, right? That's what we would have to have. Right? <laughs> that's exactly what we'd have to have. Hey, we've got an interesting comment from the audience. We've got Alexis who said that she wants to buy one and, and put it in the backyard to be able to have kind of a, a functional house within a house that you could also be taken on the road, which is kind of an interesting idea. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Her mom yeah. will live in the house and she I mean, go look, on, go look on Airbnb or any of the websites. You know, the folks are utilizing stuff like this as guest houses, as, uh, you know, secondary rental spaces that are gaining extra income. Um, you know, it's a pretty wide adaptable use. That's a really interesting idea to finance it. Uh, as you, a just, you just gave Clint space. a uh, business idea, which is <laughs> that's all he needs is more I'll ideas. I'll take ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I want to know is uh, if if people want to learn more about living vehicle and just your your business and even even the architect uh, uh, your architect brand in general, where do where can people go? You know, it's 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 pretty easy. Go to livingvehicle.com. Uh, we got a lot of forms on there. You can also follow us via Facebook or Instagram. You know, just it's all Living Vehicle. It's all the same. So uh, we're all on there. We're very active. We're engaged with our community. So go ahead to any of those media, uh, post a comment, um, and someone will get right back to you. Awesome. Well, awesome. It was really great to meet you, Matthew. Thank you for taking the time with us. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous that you're living in one. Mm -hmm. I'm jealous of all the people that are living in one, and I might have to convince my wife over dinner tonight that we should move into a living vehicle. Record and anyone out there. Because I want to hear how that goes. <laughs> if you want to reach out directly, just shoot us an email at hello at livingvehicle.com, and uh, we'll get back to you. That is so awesome. Well, Matthew, thank you for your time. <laughs> Have a great rest of your day. I really hope it rains and snows on you. You're a nice guy. <laughs> oh, you guys are so kind. <laughs> this day is warm. So thank you for your time. Have a great rest of your day. Right on. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. Oh. Right? Dude. Awesome. So you know what's really interesting? He talked about the nomad lifestyle and the nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. Which is the second time in the last week that we've kind of re referenced that when we were with Shane Secor, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. The musician that joined us in Florida he was living a nomadic lifestyle. Yep. Even though he was, he would travel around, live partially out of his vehicle, but then he'd rent a place wherever he liked it. But him and his wife would never buy a bed because they didn't know how to have to go through the effort of selling it or transporting. Yeah. Yep. Which is, that's the same uh, situation I was in, which I uh, was kind of referenced at the beginning there. And I would, I would love to go into a lot more of the kind of finer details of living like that. Cause I, I've done that. Oh, we know. When I was, I know, but when I, like when I was living in the Volkswagen van, which was easy for me because I'm five, six, yep. that's a pretty small space. Everything I, I was, uh, uh, drumming full time, but everything I owned at the time, including my little tiny drum set was in the van with me. So, um, and I'm sure as Matthew knows, the, those spaces are really the, the way the storage is designed is no incredible. I had no idea that he was designing, like kind of redesigning existing yeah. spaces, small yeah. spaces. It's a cool thing. There's a tremendous amount of, um freedom and that comes with with making that conversion i sold everything i owned at a garage sale and bought that van 
and it of was and i was did. in grad school at the time working at i had a great job it wasn't like i was forced into it but the, that that feeling was ah uh, i miss that i miss what that felt like to do that so i encourage anyone to take that step if they want to want to do that maybe that's what cameraman jeff should do to celebrate his birthday is move into a, a small space and be, become a, a nomad what do you think cameraman jeff wife and kid into it uh they asked me to do it <laughs> Oh, well, this is perfect. That's what they're getting you for your birthday. That's right. right. Be living alone on the driveway. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. I, I really enjoyed speaking with him. That was great. Um, again, you can find Living Vehicle all over the internet, social, website, Living Vehicle. And podcast is easy to find, so it's a great way to pass time in the car if you are doing a commute, which, of course, you are. We all commute. We all commute. Just go to your podcast platform of choice, search for 50 Campfires or Daily Outdoor or any of the above, and you'll find us. And we will be back on Thursday. We will. I'm Nick from 50 Campfires. Clint from 50 Campfires. Have a great week. See you later. So what do you think? Are you going to sell everything you own and move into a living vehicle? They're super cool, and you have to check out the pictures. You can find them just about anywhere online looking for living vehicle. For more tips, tricks, recipes, gear reviews, and more, visit us at 50campfires.com. And don't forget, rate and subscribe to the 50 Campfires Daily Outdoor Podcast. We'll see you next time.